What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Headers and Exhaust, SRI Performance, and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. What's going on, guys? I'm David. I'm Landon. Landon's sitting in with me for just a little while. Connor, Connor said he's got to run a little bit behind, so he'll be here shortly, I reckon. That's what he said. So, anyway, until then, what's up? What are you up to? Playing games. Playing games. Playing games. What kind of games? Sport games. Gun, like what? Madden, NBA. Um. Madden and NBA. Two mm. K NBA. That's what you've been doing over your summer so far. Well, I'm playing gun games. What kind of gun games? Call of Duty. Which one? Warzone. Two point and then chess. Chess. Lana's the uh, chess freak for whatever reason. It's it's fun once you get to learn it. See, I've never been a big chess fan. Why? I don't know. It just never really excited me, I guess. But there's a lot of stuff to chess that I'm never going to learn. Never. I don't know how there's so much stuff you're never going to learn. I mean. There's a bunch of openings, defenses, and rules. Not a bunch of rules, but. Well, don't you know the rules of chess? I Already? Do. I do. There's special moves, like on passant. What? On passant. What's that? It's where a pawn, if... The other team's pawn is right beside your pawn after you move two squares forward on the first move. They can take diagonally and go behind the pawn. Yeah, you lost me. Long time ago. <laughs> long, long time ago. Anyway, what you went up to your for your summer so far other than playing games? You went on a cruise. I did, I did go on a cruise. It was... Oh. Snuck into some clubs. It was last minute cruise. Um, how was your cruise? Where'd you go? Um, I went to. See, the bad part is I don't. I, I mean, I kind of know, but I don't even really know. He ain't even told me nothing about it. Amber Cove was the That's last stop. Dominican Republic. And then we went to Nassau, didn't you? Nassau. But you weren't supposed to go to Nassau. No, we weren't supposed to go to Nassau because a girl got pregnant without knowing she was pregnant. Well, not not the getting pregnant part. She had the baby. Oh, part. oh yeah. That that's the part <laughs> that was interesting on on the ship. How do you not know you have a baby until? I don't know. <laughs> You'd have to go ask your mama that, but I'm pretty sure she knew she was pregnant. So I don't know. But we snuck. I snuck in. <clears throat> snuck in to the comedy club. No, you didn't sneak in. I did. Well, I got kicked out like once, twice. But it was funny. So it was funny to get kicked out. No, <laughs> the jokes were funny. Were they really? Yeah. The last couple I've been on, most of the comedy stuff was never all that funny. It was only the last day that was funny though. It's always been kind of. Eh, to me. 
Yeah, but the comedy clubs for 18 plus. So me and my cousin. Well, they got a family yeah. version. Then later on, it's 18 plus. So. What have you been up to? Um, Working. Been working. Working and um, went to a racetrack Saturday night. Um, I heard there was a big wreck. There was a couple large wrecks for some reason. I, I don't think it was full moon, but it sure seemed like it. Um, one was, well, it was pretty impressive because Wayne Locklear, uh, managed to climb the front wall, um, where at Florence Motor Speedway, uh, and he managed to, he kind of got hit by, um, I think it was Kane June come up on him on the straightaway. I think Kane was loose out the corner and just kind of worked up into it. Wasn't, wasn't on purpose, but it sure tore up some stuff for Wayne Locklear, um, he climbed a climbed the uh, front stretch wall and rode it all the way down from uh, from about just before the flag stand all the way down to turn one. And he, I saw just a little while ago. He posted on Facebook that he uh, he just listed off all the stuff that was bent and broken. How much was it? Yeah, pretty much. He said he needed a new car. <laughs> Oh. Or say he was starting on a new car, actually, so because it was that bad. So rear end, transmission, uh, all kinds of stuff. But what the impressive part was about it is that he decided, or he patched it together, and it was twin races, and uh, he came out in the second race. Got it back together enough to come out in the second How'd race. How'd he go? How'd he do? Um, He didn't finish last. Um, So, fairly impressive. I was a... Uh, I was impressed by it, you know, so, uh, but anyway, beyond that, um, went over to the racetrack, um, and just want to tell everybody out there, all you fathers out there, hope you had a, uh, happy Father's Day, uh, I did, um, because of me, oh, is that what it was, because mm. of you, because of me, just you, I made you a father, just you, yeah, just me, just you, yeah, <laughs> just me, Jackson's not included in that, oh, well, I I made you a father first. Oh, so. oh. so anyway, we uh went to church. Uh, had a good service there. Landon actually sat in service this time. It's a miracle. I do sit in service. Okay, I just I help little ones learn. You are a little one. I'm not a little one. I'm a teenager. Oh. So, uh, anyway, had a really good service, um, Pastor Mac had there, uh, and came over here to my parents' house, and we grilled some steaks, uh, and I'm trying to remember what all we had. We had steak, oh, I had some salad, uh, uh, let's see, what else did we have? Some croissant rolls, some, what else was in there? Some vegetables, um. some, I don't remember, all kind of stuff. They fixed all kinds of stuff. So we ate, hung out a little while, and then uh, had to go over to Kayla's parents' house to see her dad for Father's Day there. Uh, and y'all went swimming. We did. It was chaotic. Chaotic? Chaotic, yes. Why swimming chaotic? Played a game. A game. Oh. What game were y'all playing? We're playing Keep Away. Oh. 
I just saw people getting dunked under the water. And people got hit, dunked, scratched, everything. Well, we hey. won though, so that's a that's a plus. That's a plus. Oh, yeah, we won. I think I hear Connor coming in the driveway. <laughs> I think so too. Maybe not. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. We'll see. If he pops in here, Connor's here. So, uh, anyway, during the week here, what you uh, what you do today? When I do today, I um, laid in bed for a while. Then I got up. Because you were Cut. up late? Actually, actually, I was up early, if you think about it. Yeah. yeah. I was up early. Yeah. And uh-huh. I honestly didn't get any sleep because it was fun, though. So you can pull an all-nighter like every once in a while. So you tired now? <clears throat> no. No? Not at all. You're not at all. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you hit the bed, you're not just going to fall right asleep. Well, I haven't hit the bed yet. <laughs> well, so uh, what you got planned the rest of the week? Hmm. I don't know. I made plans with um my friends, Jaden, Bradley, and James, to so, play games. What game? Call of Duty. Rocket uh, League. Rocket League? Rocket League. What is that? It's, it's like soccer, but with cars, and they have rockets attached to them that make them boost. I can see how Jaden would like that. Yeah. He's, but, I mean, he's the... He's a soccer type. There's Connor. Connor's in the house. I've been replaced. Nah. He's just sitting out here with me for a little while. Oh, we're getting started. All right, Lane. Tell Goodbye. everybody bye. Appreciate it, bud. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Oh, fun, fun, fun. Connor. What's going on? What's up with you? Not much. Got getting new. We, we, we shortened and... Chain stands and all that fun stuff. Cool, dude. There we go. Yeah, don't come up. I got this. I'm, I'm going to do some readjusting. I adjusted volume, so we don't okay. have to sit right up on it anymore. Yeah, it sounds fine. I hope so. Yeah, I like well, it. I like the, it don't sound fine, y'all. Let me know. I like the angle of it. I like better. the angle. I don't like it being right here in front of my paper now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We got a smaller table. We had too big of a table. I mean, it was... I mean, it was out, it, halfway it was, in the shop. It was unused. Yeah, unless other people were here. Yeah, except for that one day we had like exactly five, which which isn't you know which very is very unusual. Yeah, uh, that's the only time it's happened. <laughs> it's the only time it's happened. What you been up to? Not a whole lot. Just messing around the house a little bit before we got in this rain. Tried to start staining a deck, and by that time, how'd that work out for you? Barely got started for it. Started pouring <laughs> down on me. <laughs> Yep. Doing all kinds of summer work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just all kinds of odd jobs, I guess. I'm fixing to say, you starting a handyman service? Kind of. <laughs> you getting paid good for these? Uh, I will be. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, 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 good. So, uh, I was asking Landon, I figured I'd ask you now. How was your weekend? I didn't see none over the weekend. I texted you. I said, you go out of track? No, nah, I'm staying home. <laughs> he was tired of track. Yeah, we had a week off there. We've probably been in the racetrack seven or eight weeks in a row. But, uh. Yeah, it was kind of it was, it was good. It was kind of laid back. Uh, went over to a friend's house Saturday night, and uh, Sunday went to my grandparents for Father's Day and all. So it was, it was just kind of a, a relaxing weekend for me. We're good. 
It's kind of what it was for everybody. Yeah. I went to track. You went to track Saturday? Yeah. I thought I thought about it, but didn't, I don't know. Just never got around to it. Me and my dad went out there, hung out for a while. Um, I actually, all the races, they, uh, it was twins. Um, I don't know. Everything was twins. I know. I didn't realize. Uh, yeah, almost everything but the Allison Legacy cars hmm. was twins. I didn't either. I didn't know it until this. Well, I saw it like Friday. Do I saw it? And I was like, oh, well, how about that? <laughs> um, I had some cool stuff to tell you from it that we can't really talk about on here. Really? We can. I mean, <laughs> but I think there might be some cheating involved. Oh, this is that I caught. Really? I caught. Did you report it? I did. Well, I didn't. My dad did. <laughs> uh, he did. Um, it was interesting. Cool deal. Yeah, you have to tell. You have to tell me about it. Oh, yeah. Look, looking for probably some people that know on here and probably didn't realize who it was. Well, now they know. So. <laughs> Well, on a good note, it did look like they had a pretty good crowd out there. They had a real good crowd. I mean, good. we were standing, we got there, we, we didn't get there till right before the races. Um, it was hot, and I was like... Yeah, it was very hot. I'm good with not going to qualifying and everything, mm -hmm. personally. <laughs> um, so, we went out and hung out, and um, uh, we just hung out over there at Matt Cox's trailer, pretty much the whole night. Yep. Hung out with him, and... Uh, and and our guest that's coming on here, actually, they were part side by side. So we're out, Katie Hittinger. Cool deal. Oh, uh, they were part side by side. So <laughs> we ended up just hanging out with all them all night and well, watching the races. Well, they had a good field of late models. They had a really good field of twenty two. Good. I, I think twenty twenty five. Been strong all year. Kind of last year it started that way and kind of fell off in the dog days of summer, but it, it seemed like it's picking up. If anything, right now it's picking up. And I think one thing that may have picked it up even more this week. Uh, the announcement last week, if y'all haven't heard, the Locked In 200, I think they're calling it, uh, August 30th, which is a Wednesday that's night. That's right. I'm going to have to be out there. I'm going to have to go check cool. this out. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, locking in the, the pole position. The, right? the, the pole position. That's that's, that's kind of crazy. I understand locking in a starting spot. or Yeah. I've seen people do like, like uh, Ron, Ron's done like for the New Year's Bash, like starting six or something, like something. Yeah. But starting the pole, that's a that's a pretty big thing there. So I yeah, on on August thirtieth, uh, there's gonna be uh, I hear there's gonna be some big names over there. Oh, I don't doubt it. Um, and I think that's where a lot of these all of a sudden came from. They want to get some testing in before it, I think. Um, but yeah, you're locked in as Connor said on pole for the four hundred there in November, um, which is a huge deal, oh, yeah. um, because. That is sometimes over there. That's half your battle. Yeah, well, I've, I've seen the I've seen the last two years. The pole kind of almost dictate the, whole, the way the race goes. Is it to an extent, if, if the pole leader decides to ride, everybody else feels like they have to ride, and if if he goes, everybody else is going. So I've seen. Yeah, I've seen a lot of power at that position. Zach Miracle sat on pole a couple of years ago yeah. and did so so. Kind of fell back halfway, and I thought he was saving his stuff and coming up, and it didn't actually work for him that year. Um. But then this past year, uh, I'm trying to remember who sat on pole. Oh, I can't remember. I would say Quaffle. I'm not sure. It could have been or not, uh, Galinsky. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was Sam. Sam. Yarbrough. Sam. You got it. That's Sam right. That's sat right. on pole. And he run out front the yeah. whole time until he got wrecked. Yeah, that, I was saying that, that was the race. It seemed like that they, uh, I mean, they were probably saving some, but it wasn't like the, somebody up front falling all the way back to right. 25th and then coming, coming up to the end. It was like the guys up front were... Pretty much the guys at the end of the race still up front. Right, right. So, uh, so I am ready for that, and I think 
I think um, I think that's smart on Steve's part, Steve Zacharias over at Florence Motor Speedway. Um, you know, and we're guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. Um, you kind of get into a lull during the racing season for us. I mean, it's just kind of weekly racing, mm-hmm. as you call it. But when you can all of a sudden get everybody excited about yeah, a, a mid-year a, a race, race coming in, up. A race in August, you know, that's that's kind of a big deal. It's very big deal. Very big deal. So, uh, so. All right, ladies and gentlemen, live now, we got a young lady who is leading the Cars Tour Pro Late Model Series points and just having a great year so far. Miss Katie Hittinger. Katie, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I am lovely. Lovely. It is a uh, rainy Monday here. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> fun, fun. Well, how you doing today? Good. Pretty busy. Um, I had Chevy workouts this morning and then just running around doing stuff. I hear about the, uh, like you just said, the, the Chevy workouts. Um, tell everybody a little bit what that entails. Uh, yeah, so I'm a part of the Chevy development program, and so... Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, when I'm home, I go to the new Chevy Tech Center in Concord and I work out in the mornings. Um, so there's different like workouts each day and you never want red because red is the new like hit workout and everybody dies on it. And so you never want red, but I had legs today. Um, and then I had a meeting with Josh Wise, um, who's one of like the mindfulness trainers there. Um, and then there's like a sauna and some other things, but that's interesting. I've never, I've never heard of the Chevy workout. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've been hear, hearing about it. Kind of Toyota was kind of the one that got it started with it, and then all of a sudden, other ones fell in line and realized how 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 important it is. Um, and bringing on someone like Chevy has with Josh Wise. Josh Wise has been very instrumental in, in that deal, and he is um, from everything I hear because you know we never hardly hear from him anymore as much but every driver talks about all their time they spend with josh and uh you know how much they help help them um when you talk about the that side that josh helps you with what 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 is that exactly um so we have like the trainer day and that i mostly like hang out with every day um and then josh he does like the pre-race the post-race stuff and then like today our meeting was on like focus um, and stuff like that. So he has like books that we read sometimes um, and like he does like the nutrition stuff a lot too. So cool. Cool. See people, race car drivers are not dumb race car drivers. <laughs> they got to read books and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Katie, um, I want to talk to you about, I, I, I messaged your dad actually last week and I was like, we got to get Katie on the show. And I've been wanting to for a long time. And, uh, well, we actually had you on a quick live there. I think last year, uh, at, at Timmonsville or at Florence Motor Speedway. Um, but I, I've been wanting to get you on the show ever since. And it's, uh, we appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us. Um, but I was able to, uh, come over there and hang out with you a little bit, uh, this past Saturday night over at Florence Motor Speedway. You had a last minute deal kind of come together uh driving a late model stock car over there yeah um my dad reached out to jay we were looking to run some late model stock races since we were doing um like all the pensacola races in the pro um but just like some money and conflict some things didn't work out so we took those off but unfortunately that gave me a lot of off weekends um and so we've been looking to run some more like moss stock stuff again i love racing like moss stocks um but there were most of the teams were at dominion this weekend and so it was kind of hard 
Um, but my dad reached out to Jay and they said they had the Hedgecock house car. And so we're like, okay, cool. So um, we practiced Friday and we didn't really have good tires. So we couldn't like tell where we were at and stuff. Um, but then Saturday in practice, we thought we were good. And then um, during qualifying, we found a miss in the motor. And so then it was missing off the corner in the race and uh, we struggled a little bit tight and stuff. So really unfortunate because I think we had a pretty fast car um, and practice and stuff. Um, but overall, it was still a fun weekend. I love driving the light mall stocks and working with Jay and all those guys. They were all really cool. So it was fun. Just wish we could have finished a little better. Well, that is that brings me to a, a point that I wanted to bring up to you. Between driving the pro and the late model stock, um, you know, a lot of people, we look at it, uh, a, a lot of people in the stands look at it from afar and just body-wise, everything looks like the same car to them. Um, tell everybody a little bit of the differences in those cars if you can. Uh, yeah, so they have, like, different horsepowers and stuff. I don't know... Like, too much about the cars, unfortunately. That's, like, something I definitely want to work on. Um, but they have different horsepowers and stuff. Personally, in my pro car, I have um, a three-speed transmission. So, oops, sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> um, I have a three-speed transmission instead of a four-speed and a light mall stock. And then in the light mall stock, I have to use the, like, clutch pedal when I shift and stuff. So, those are the two main differences, like, for me um and then momentum is huge in the pro car and so like you can't like stop it a lot in the center of the corner you got to carry it through um where in the light mall stock you can use more brake and stuff but um usually when i switch from race cars i don't notice like too much of a difference it's kind of just driving another car for me um since i enjoy them both but uh, also a difference everybody is um it is a pro late model is a straight rail car which uh, it anybody in racing knows that, that means basically rail straight you kind of got to build out that right side to to form to the body a little bit uh late model stock is a perimeter chassis which means it is completely symmetrical um everything is you know you can measure from one side to the other and it's completely symmetrical um which brings the suspension styles to uh different just completely different. Um, and that's why I always like to wonder, you know, somebody like you who drives both cars, uh, you know, if you can feel that much difference, but obviously you just said, you know, it's just get in it, hold that loud pedal and, and turn left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool. All right. Well, you have had a, uh, a solid, solid, solid year on the cars tour pro late model series tour there. Um, it, it just looked like a great ride. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we've had a really successful year so far um, in the pros with leading points and everything. But it's been a lot of fun with my Anthony Campy crew. You know, they're all great, hardworking guys. Um, and the Carster Pro has been really competitive this year. We've had like 20 cars every single race. And so there are a lot of good cars. And so the competition has been hard, but it's also been a lot of fun. I like racing the pros and with the cars tour, um, Keeley and Jack, and especially now with the new owners, they do a great job at all the races with that. Um, but we've been very lucky. We haven't had a win yet. Unfortunately, we're really close, um, but we haven't been able to get one yet. But I think I think we'll get one here soon. I, I thought it was coming at Dillon. I really did. I mean, me, it like me and Connor were standing there and it was a uh, – it, it, we we're like she's 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 saving tires just enough she's coming she's coming and all of a sudden you come and then it, one just comes around i was like man 
I was uh, we yeah. were, we were pulling for you over there. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely we had. It wasn't a perfect car, but you know the perfect cars never win. But I think we could have won. Um, it was just that last restart. Unfortunately, I have to work on my restarts, and I've been trying, but I think that might have lost us the race. But Tristan had a really good car too. So, but second still good. We increased our points lead, so that was good. There you go. There you go. That's all you can ask for some nights. Consistency. Well, uh, uh, speaking of Tristan, real quick, um, while you're talking about, it, you have a birthday coming up, uh. But but you have been probably one of the youngest in the field for a couple years there. Uh, but now he comes in at 12 years old and, and wants to show stuff. How, how crazy is that to you now, knowing uh, somebody that's 12 years old can go out there and run one of those cars and run so competitively in it? Honestly, I think it's awesome. Um, it does suck a little bit getting beat by a 12 year old. <laughs> but Tristan, he's I'd say he's very mature for his age with his driving style. Um, when I was 12 years old, I was running junior light models yeah. because we didn't have, we didn't know where to go next. Um, and so I think it's, it's good that the cars tour lowered their age a little bit. I think it'll help, but it depends who the driver is. You know, Tristan, he has as much experience as a 12 year old can have. Um, but he's a good driver. He doesn't race us too dirty. I mean, we door bang a little bit, but he's a great kid and he has a lot of respect for the other drivers and stuff. So, um, I was happy for him to get his win since I am friends with him, but also kind of stung a little bit since I'm friends with him. Uh, but I think it, I think it's cool. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, well, speaking of door banging a little bit, uh, while y'all were at Dillon, uh, I just bring it up cause we were over there that last race. Um, that was a, um, it looked to me, um, and me and Connor raced there also. Um, and it, it's a tough track to pass on, uh, but y'all's cars seem so close that, uh, especially back through the pack a little more, uh, but even up front, uh, it was like you had to kind of move somebody over to kind of get around them. And um, it, it was like on that verge of there's respect there, but I'm definitely moving you out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a hard um, track to pass at, especially since the top is not where you want to be, um, especially off of four with having to be so low on exit. Um, so it was hard. You did probably have to get your pass done off of two. Um, and I think a few of us door banged a little bit. I know I hit a couple people, but it wasn't like unnecessary. You know, it wasn't just slamming into them or anything. I think we all knew we were going to get door banged if we were going to get passed. But um, I think there definitely was still like respect there. Um, but it was a small track. So we had to use our doors a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously you had a good car there. So uh, how do you like how do you like dealing motor speedway since you were? You were over there in that one. Um, I think it was fun. I think it's a fun little track. We struggled. We tested Thursday and Friday, and we struggled, like, being tight, like, all day. We were, like, so tight in the center of the corner. I couldn't get off. Um, and we still were tight in the race a little bit. But, man, we changed, like, everything trying to free it up. So that was the only thing we struggled with was just being tight. But then we realized when other cars were there, I was, like, totally overdriving the entry. Um, but I still – think it was a fun track i hadn't been there in like two years yeah. so but it was pretty fun let, let me guess tight center three and four mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> it's so hard because you gotta like enter high and then cross down right yeah. after the wall and so i was like i was on the brace hard <laughs> <laughs> we, we were trying to get connor going over there and he uh he said tight tight center tight. loose off he, yeah. he didn't know what it was going All over on. the place yeah just slow <laughs> but it's like that sometimes i guess all right so um 
since you've announced with uh with with your team Chevy uh, deal and all that stuff, it, it's been a uh, I know it's probably been a whirlwind to some extent for you. Uh, but you've been busy in a race car. Um, uh, what outside? I, I know you got some other stuff going on even outside of uh, the asphalt side, but uh, I, you you've got in some dirt dirt stuff a little bit too. Yeah, so that's a part of the Chevy deal. Um, is we have two things outside of the like circle track payment. We have the spec Miata that Chevy just bought, and then also the micro deal, which Josh Rise runs um, with Mike Carver. And I think that is so much fun. I used to run micros, and I love them. I love the dirt. Um, it's a lot of fun, and I think it helps with your racing too. So uh, most of the they, Chevy is two micros, and so there's one which is the number five, which I'm running full like the full season with. Um, and then there's the other car, the other micro, which is the number one. And it like switches from wing to non-wing. Um, and they rotate the Chevy drivers in it. So like last weekend, I, or last week I ran with, um, Connor Zilich and then Ross Chastain was in it one weekend, Daniel Suarez. So they mostly switch in it. And some of the drivers, they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, but there's also like some tests that they come to, but I have a lot of fun in the micro. It's just another racing that I love. That's fun to do not a lot of pressure or anything and it's on wednesdays so you can just go hang out and there's a lot of nascar guys that go too so it's cool to see everyone there well being that you have some experience in like you were just saying i, I want to know how many of those guys especially the nascar guys are coming back to you asking questions about what's going on and what they need to do well i've been trying to test every monday that i can just because it's like easy to get laps and I don't get tired or anything. So I've just been in the seat a bunch. And when Ross ran it, he didn't like, I don't think he did any practices. He had just ran it last year and he came up to me after the heat race and he was like, I am so unprepared because <laughs> like guys don't realize how actually like hard it is. Like Ross ran a non-wing with me and I think he finished like last in the future or something. <laughs> um, and I finished sixth, but he was like, I just felt like so unprepared. Like, yeah, he was like, I didn't test or nothing. He was like, I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, it's a part of it. Like, that's why we have the test. But it's cool when you like, like when they realize that, like Ross is like, now I'm going to come to the test and do stuff like that because like he's a big NASCAR driver and then he comes to the dirt stuff and he struggles, um, which I think is cool because it shows what he's good at and what he needs work on. And he like recognizes that, but. Well, he he's he's dipped his toe even into some uh, super late model stuff here lately. Uh, dirt. Do uh, you have any? Uh, being that you like that dirt side, do you, do you have any uh, aspirations to jump in a uh, dirt late model? Any? I don't know. I've never really had like <laughs> the opportunity for it to come up. I've watched like some races. Some of my old friends from back home race some and stuff, and they look fun. I just maybe if I get a ride, I'd do it. But they look pretty fun. All right, we're going to start the petition. Get the dirt ride for Katie. Sounds good. <laughs> I want to see her in it, and that's what I like about you, though, Katie. Is uh, is like you're not scared to jump in anything. It's just it, race whatever is there to be raced. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Well, uh, so what's next up for you? Uh, my next race is Caraway, June 28th. So next week, June 28th. Be be right after your birthday, right? Yeah, that Wednesday. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Well, that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, everybody, be sure to uh, to go uh, go support Katie and all, everybody out there for sure. Uh, go watch out there the Cars Cars Pro Late Model Tour. Um, Katie, we sure appreciate you. Is, is anybody you want to thank that helps you out on all these cars? Um, Chevy, obviously. Um, Josh Wise, Scott Speed, Lauren Rainier. 
um, my family and then all my sponsors too. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, hanging out with us tonight. And, uh, thank you. Uh, let me hang out over there some this past weekend. Uh, hope to, uh, hope to see you back at, you know, somewhere close by when we can get over there again. Yeah, hopefully. Thank you for having me. All right, Katie. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. Miss Katie Hittinger coming on, hanging out with us today. Um, like I said, she had a great run over at Dillon Motor Speedway in the Cars Pro Tour. Uh, she was over at Florence Motor Speedway this past weekend. Unfortunately, like she said, they had some uh, issues. Actually, uh, we was over there, and um, I was talking with them, and, and I think I found some. Don't don't have a clue where it came from, but found some sand and, and some fuel somehow. Wow. Yeah, so that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's, were, so, that's odd. So they couldn't get it out. I mean, that was the thing. It was like, you know, clean carburetor when you come in, and when you come back, there's more in it. Wow. Yeah, siphon all that out and start yeah, over. Yeah, that's mm. the only thing you can do. But she was, uh, especially in the second race, first race, it, you could just tell the cars looked dead down the straightaway. Um, the second race, though, but unfortunately, being where she finished in the first one, kind of had to start yeah. uh, towards towards the rear. Yeah, I'm sure as tires wore out, it probably might even plead to her well, advantage. A yeah, and, and she she passed a few cars and was coming up through there, and um, it was just short race yeah. no caution and second one so you know but she did great uh with the with the hand she was dealt yep did, uh, did the best you could didn't get tore up That's exactly the best thing you could do car looked great car looked perfect coming back so um and that's what stinks is you know it's great equipment it's jay hedgecock hedgecock chassis yeah. i mean it's it's good stuff and, and you know it has the potential so um but ladies and gentlemen i'm i'm gonna tell you um and i'm i'm no i'm not the only one connor probably say this too that Katie Hettinger is a name that you are going to be hearing probably for a long time. Oh, um, no doubt. I think she's I think she's very, very talented. Oh, yeah. Uh got good family behind her too. Um, so uh and and they're they're super nice. Uh her dad, Chris, uh we um I talked with him back and forth quite a good bit and talked with him a good bit uh this past Saturday night. Um, just just good people. Good people. Uh, from up in Michigan. Wow, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Dryden, Michigan. And uh down here now. Just moved making down. a yeah, yeah, making a going racing. Going racing. That Chevy program must be awesome. That thing is about awesome. that. That that is awesome. Get to get a mill bridge on Wednesday and you know, run run tests on Mondays and stuff. That's that's a pretty cool deal. That's, that's I, I didn't realize it was that extensive. I really, I really didn't. Until I knew there was hear, a lot more in that interview. You know? Yeah, I knew there was a lot more coming on with it, but I didn't know all of that. Um that's what's cool to hear, uh, you know, like she was talking about with Josh Wise, knowing what actually goes on. A lot of people talk about, oh, you go work with Josh. You go work with Josh. But you, it's like, all right, well, what kind or, of work are you doing yeah, with Josh? What, yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing exactly? Yeah. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, that's cool. I mean, he's he's in there literally taking them to school. <laughs> so, uh, no, that's that's really cool. Um, glad to have Katie on and, uh, and come hang out with us. Hopefully she'll be back soon. All right, well, there was a um, zero NASCAR race yeah. this past weekend. Yeah, I know the teams go need, need an off seat, need an off week, but man, they do. That sucks. They do. They do. They one hundred percent do. They need an off off weekend. They need more off weekends. Yeah. What thirty six um, races? Okay, I'm fine with Father's Day weekend, but let's also take uh, Mother's Day weekend. Take Easter. Let's take Easter. Um, I kind of like how they had it, like. Um, Last year, I know they kind of did it out of COVID, but I think it, I think it worked out good. Was having some of those tracks that have two races but don't do as well. 
like Michigan and Pocono, yeah, double headers, double headers. Know? So yep. that, that 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 opens up a week. So I'm fine to run twin races in one day. Yeah. Short twins. Just go for it. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh. It's, I was just like, yeah. That just seems grueling. I don't know how you race on Mother's Day, but then not on Father's Day. But I don't know. I don't know. But speaking of, um, rumors have been swirling now, waiting for the schedule to come out for next year for NASCAR. Uh, one of the biggest rumors on there, uh, and I I had a feeling, and I, I think I might have even told you this. I, I, I told everybody, I think Bristol Dirt is gone. Oh, yeah. I don't think Bristol Dirt will be back. Yeah, the logistics um, don't make sense to me. Moving all that dirt logistics in and out do not make sense. Yeah. Um, and especially when there was no major dirt series. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from Steel Block Bandits or or anything like that. That because they're a big series. Maybe there's not, two, but there wasn't ten like there usually is. But there wasn't Lucas. Uh, there wasn't XR. There wasn't uh, World of Outlaws. There wasn't any big series. We had one weekend of racing. Um, for crate and steel block um, late models. So, uh, being that there wasn't any of that, I think if they could have signed on World Outlaws, um, signed on, you know, somebody else to XR even to come back with that huge event, it would have been worth it to them. A little more worth it, you know. Yeah. But having just some small event attached to uh, the NASCAR weekend, definitely not yeah. worth it. On, because I, that is just... Way too much work, yeah. For one day of racing, and like we talked about several weeks ago, I don't know. How, I don't know if the World of Outlaws and Major Series are really looking to go back to Bristol. I don't think they are. I think they. Uh, I feel like that. I feel like they think it's a big show, but like you said, that's that's such an unconventional track. Yeah. For them to run, it's 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 tough on equipment. Um, and I and I say that people because I was there, and as our great sponsor Earl Ramey but Earl Ramey Racing Engines I talked to him about it and it's just he, he told me even he said that's, that's, it's tough because it's such hanging RPM for so long especially on the crate motors um, he said super motors could stand it a little more because they were backing out of it some but crates were just flat out oh, yeah. the whole way around yeah same uh, so it was just it was tough on them um, and then if they did wreck it destroyed Everything. Because oh, you're flying. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, rumor is uh, Bristol Dirt not coming back on the schedule and being replaced by North Wilkesboro. I, I did see that, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm just... That's I, interesting. I'm just asking, and I'm, I'm wondering. I'm like, are you taking a Bristol race away? I think they are. And you're only going to one race at Bristol? Bad as it sounds. What? Yeah. I hope not. I hope they at least bring Xfinity and trucks there for some. For I hope Bristol. we're ta- I hope we're bringing two races to Bristol. That's I, I I'm not I'm not a fan of two races anywhere personally. Um, maybe say Daytona, maybe Charlotte. Maybe, yeah, Charlotte, I don't even know. Daytona, yeah. Daytona, five hundred in a because five hundred kind of, is kind of a thing of its own. Um. Being as my home track, it's right down the road. I don't even know that I'm a huge fan of Darlington having two weeks. I almost liked it more when it was only one week. Yeah. I don't know why. It's, it just takes some of the luster out of it. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I, I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, Bristol could possibly only have the night race. Could possibly, but I got a feeling. I got a feeling. They're going to go to a track, um, let's say Texas. Texas got two dates, don't it? Or is it back to one now? I think they lost they, they, they Dude, lost that, one in the game of the All-Star race, but now they just took the All-Star okay. race to Wilkesboro. So, so I think they only have one. Yeah. All right. Atlanta I, has two. Yeah, I Atlanta doesn't even need one. I got a game. feeling, yeah, and then one of them's first of the year. I got a feeling... Atlanta's probably going back to one. But would they, after they spent all that money on Atlanta, repaving it at all? Yeah, even, if, even if it's not good. I mean, look look what they did with Phoenix. Phoenix is a championship race just because they remodeled the track. I agree. I, uh, but I think they're still not getting, and it's not about, it used to be about butts in the seats. Mm-hmm. It's not about that anymore. Ever since COVID come, uh, they realized it wasn't about that. They It's about TV numbers. Uh, I don't think Atlanta... It probably did better than some, but Bristol, Bristol's just Bristol. Everybody loves awesome. watching a race at Bristol. It, it don't matter what configuration they've had at, everybody wants to watch the race. Um, I personally think mid-90s was the absolute best of that track. Um, sorry, Connor, you weren't around to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen great race replays. But I know you've seen some replays. Yeah. Um, you know, back in the day, back in the rattling his cage days and, you know, stuff like that. That was the best of Bristol, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, they, they um, added progressive banking and started running up the top. They did that. And it, I think it makes for some good, some good racing, but it's not. Right. Um, I think changing track, and they changed it back, actually, supposedly. Um, uh, but I think just the evolving track and the evolving race car just have not worked out well for Bristol. But in saying that, Last year's night race was not a bad race. It's hard. To, I mean, the, the the night race is always going to be a good race. Just, just, good. just, just the atmosphere. It's like, it's like there is a it's energy got, there yeah. that just, I don't know. It's just a spring race. And the spring race to me was always almost just as good. It's just, had, I mean, probably 80% of the stands was empty. It, it, which, which made for a bad look on TV. But Yeah. It it seemed like, I guess, I guess from our perspective, I, I, I from my perspective anyway, when you run a night race at Bristol, which was a half mile track, it reminded us more, even though Bristol is a animal of its own, it reminded us more of a local Saturday night race. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why everybody liked it so much. So I don't know. It's a, uh, I guess we'll see. Um, <laughs> um, I, hear, I hear a lot about the schedule rumors uh that nascar is looking to go international in the next couple of years i got a feeling that's coming it happened years back you know yeah they uh, were in mexico for a while whatever mexico with the xfinity bush whatever series that was in nationwide um that happened it went canada i hear they are going i hear they're going back to canada um but even before that now it was exhibition races yeah. uh they had japan, japan yeah which was actually a good race um, back in the day, yeah, I just don't know now because I mean, I from what I've heard, like especially with you know they did the Garage Fifty Six at Le Mans and all yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's looking at a Europe market, but that's that's got to be taxing on the teams. I can't imagine you have more than thirty cars. I don't understand today. Yeah, how F one? I don't understand the logistics behind F one. Right, well, that's just so so much money poured into. The, I, yeah, I know, gotta be. but I'm just saying. I mean, what do they do? They just container all these cars up uh, when did they get a chance to work on them and yeah i mean you know 
yeah, develop they, them they, as they yeah, say. I, I mean, that's why they don't have any back to back weeks, just because of yeah. travel. That's, so I, I mean, yeah, the logistics of all that has to be whew, mm-hmm. just that's probably insane. Biggest, yeah. Um, could you imagine? This is terrible, I, and I don't want to see it happen. But we've seen it happen just off the Georgia coast with a, a cargo ship full of brand new cars. Uh, mm-hmm. Could you imagine? Because I know what would happen. Yeah. Say what? Say we're going over there. And I imagine this happened back in the day with, when they went to Japan. Uh, they probably, all the teams got together. Okay, to save on money, we're going to all put yeah, our... X-ship, whatever. Yeah, we're going to put all our cars in the containers, um, send them on one ship. Could you imagine something happened to that <laughs> ship? <laughs> that, <laughs> that would, would be, be horrible. <laughs> yeah. that Whoever that company was would have a, a mighty big bill to pay. Yeah. Couldn't be paid, probably. Because not only are they packing, you know, I'm sure they're packing everything. Uh, yeah, car, not just cars. I mean, you got to send pit equipment, and you got to send Goodyear's got to send tires. I mean, just so I can see it coming. I can, just, I, can, I can see in the next year or two a Canada or Mexico easy. Yeah, I, I heard the what is that circuit de Jaws Villeneuve? Oh, up in in Canada. Yeah, I heard it was coming back. I like to see. Yeah, that's I didn't realize they ever raced there. That's that'd be pretty cool. That's, yeah, that's, that was always that's a neat that was ex, Xfinity. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to see them go. There's some um, oval track in Mexico that looks pretty cool. Yeah, I've, I've seen the the NASCAR Mexico series run there. Yeah, that's that's just a hard part. Any, any uh, foreign country is pretty much going to be a road course. So, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm tired of road courses. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It I'm, lost its... Yeah, it's lost its luster. Uh, big time. Too much of a good thing is kind of what I attribute it Everybody, to. Everybody, they brought they brought the uh, the Roval to Charlotte. And I was like, all right. I went to it. Me and Sterling went to it the first year. We stood in the infield watched it. Uh, sat on the NBC pit box, actually, and watched it. Um, I actually went to it again the second year. And that is a good race. That is a good race. And I think the reason that, that is a good race is because it combines... A little more of, you know, road course. Yet there's Big banked road. oval yeah. here, also, um, and I, I I think that's why. But a true road course to me here lately, like Sonoma, just wasn't a good race to me. No, there's very few. I think I think Coda and Watkins Glen is about the only ones that'll put on good races by I, themselves. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer here, but I think we're going to be highly disappointed with the uh, the Chicago Street Course. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> going to be horrible. Yeah, they they they. That's bad to say, but they they better hope that it's kind of a wreck fest because otherwise it'll be um, single file. Did you hear that? Uh, <laughs> this is horrible. I we had a perfectly good track in around Chicago. It was hour out of Chicago. They called it Chicago Lamb. It was in Juliet, um, but. Did you hear them? Uh, they were had all the walls and everything and construction equipment sitting down downtown for the uh, to build track. Construction equipment got stole. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm like, what are y'all thinking? Yeah, not in Chicago. This, and and the the mayor doesn't want them there. Like everybody, half the people. Yeah, I've heard several council. Members, count- why are y'all yeah. trying to force yourself into Chicago? On top of that, trying to force yourself in there on Some, 4th of July yeah. weekend. I just why not just go to Chicago? Land? I mean, 
shoot, the, the mile and a half package is pretty decent right now. Yeah, and, and that track's supposedly been kept up and yeah, they're, they're ready to roll. Yes, but, I don't know. Yes, um, I'm ready for the new schedule to come out, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping NASCAR is listening. Yep. That's what I'm hoping. Um, this because there's a lot of people that are tired of the. I guess we're probably a fickle bunch because years ago we uh we wanted road courses. Road courses were getting better. Road courses were getting better. And they were. They were getting better. Then we changed the car. And now they're Well they changed the car and added seven of them. Went from two to seven. Yeah. In like two years. Yeah. So I think the reason road courses were good was because people didn't test on them that that's much. What, that's that's why I say that too much of a good thing. Ends up, I don't, like I said, the mile and a half is pretty good right now. We don't need to pack the schedule with mile and a halfs again. No, just because of the current. You get, you gotta, you, even even if the short tracks ha- are down right now, you you, you can't hit front load it or you know, no, because uh, that that'll that'll bring it downhill quick. Quick. I mean, you saw where mile and a halfs were before they changed the car. So yep. it's, it's a it's a moving target. Pretty much. For sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank our good friends at Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Um, uh, I hope I'm going to be getting a call here in a few days. About time to put some horsepower back in that uh, that red ride over there. Um, He's got motor reminder right now because we love some Earl Ramey Racing Engines. So y'all, uh, y'all head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. If you're looking for some horsepower in your ride today, uh, don't matter if you're going from like we talked about super late models, uh, crate engines, um, uh, you know, like mine, late model stock motor. It's uh, what you need. You need some Earl Ramey racing engine horsepower. So head over to Earl Ramey racing engines, get you some horsepower under the hood today. Go test it out on that uh, on a chassis dyno of his. I tell you a whole lot, people. Uh, and one of them best things, as I always say, to put on there. Some good profab headers and exhaust. Uh, profab headers, guys, they are quality that wins. They are some of the best in the, uh, they are the best on the market. Uh, you look every weekend, every weekend, not, not just, you know, some weekends. It is every weekend. They can show you their, their drivers on profab headers that are winning every weekend. So y'all head over to profab headers and exhaust. And get you some today. Also, uh, they sell those at our good friends over at SRI Performance. You can uh, you can go over to SRI. They are your one-stop shop for all things racing. Like I say, they're a Walmart for race cars. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Sam's Club. Maybe. Really? Is it more bulk or is it? It's everything. everything. Either way you want to buy it. I say Walmart. Well, we can go to Walmart. <laughs> but you can get it in bulk. Costco? Maybe. I've never been. I guess. <laughs> you have to tell me about it. <laughs> we don't know them. <laughs> Actually, it's probably more like an Ikea because you got to put it all together. <laughs> nah. But y'all head over to uh, SRI Performance, ladies and gentlemen. Anything you need from uh, nuts and bolts, abrasives, anything uh, to full-on engines right there in store all the time. Y'all head over to SRI Performance. Uh, go online, www.sriperformance.com. Check out their brand new website. Uh, they get you hooked up on it. Um, 
go over there as you're checking out. Fill up that cart uh, as you're checking out. Put in promo code CBONE, T-N-S-C is in. Chicken. B-O-N-E, one zero. And get yourself 10% off there at time of checkout. Um, that's good stuff. Can't, everybody likes 10% off. So, same deal, guys, over at uh, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. They are... Uh, they got everything, any kind of material you need. If you, I don't care if you're building a race car from the ground up. Uh, there are there there are go karts now, racing go karts now, built with really? all materials from stock car steel and aluminum, which is awesome. So that's great to see. Which uh, there's been many race cars, many days bought with all material from stock car steel and aluminum. So y'all head over to uh, stock car steel and aluminum, get uh, anything you need there, and uh, they can uh, they will hook you up. Uh, so y'all head over there and check them out. But, um, anyway, all right. Well, uh, speaking of races and I, I guess now we've got to, uh, we didn't pick last week because there was no race. There was no race this week. So I guess we got to pick now. Uh, so I assume I'm going first. I don't know. You are going first. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, Nashville. Nashville. Super Speedway. On concrete. Super Speedway. Yeah. Um, That's got to be weird. Like, uh, a, like a glorified Dover. Well, it, it, it kind of is. I don't, I don't, it wasn't fun back in the day because it had so much grip, but it put on a good race last year. Mm-hmm. But I can't even remember who won. I want to say Larson. I want to say it was Larson, too. Maybe maybe it was Chase. I don't know. Was, I'm out of either it, one of those. Either I don't have those to pick. Well, I do have Larson, and that's who I am going to Oh, pick. he's finally throwing Larson that in. Right. I, I couldn't believe I, I was looking around. I couldn't believe I still had him. But I yeah, think, but I th- I think, I, you were kind of like me, probably. It's kind of yeah. like where... I, no, I do still have Larson. Weird, yeah, I was, I was kind of eyeing your paper there. Yeah, I got it. It's kind of like where to use him. I think it's going to be Hendrick Day in general. Then uh, I'm going to pick who I believe is the best Hendrick driver to do it. All right. Well, Sterling, is uh, he's baseballing again. Cole's got baseball. They wonder tournament or won their uh game over the weekend so congratulations to cole and today is his birthday actually happy birthday so happy birthday there cole um sterling takes me and he is picking kyle bush kyle bush um uh-huh. and that might be a good pick i mean look at, look at how he's He's kind of he's kind of well. Uh, him R- and Larson are almost the same. It's like hero or zero. Yeah. Well, that's RCR. RCR seems right now that they have some tracks they just don't run good at, but the ones they do, they can run pretty strong. Well, just I'm not you don't you don't know what you're going. You sometimes they'll be dominant. Sometimes I think the short the shorter tracks kind of give them trouble. Denny Hamlin was kind of tooting his own horn. Well, kind of more like tooting Tyler Reddick's horn a little bit. Um. But I will have to agree with kind of what he said. Um, he said the other day, and I looked at it, and I was like, yeah, that's kind of true. The tracks that um, Tyler Reddick r- ran good with RCR at last year, Kyle Busch is also running good at this year. Yeah. So they had a good notebook for it. Um, and tracks they didn't run good at, they're still not running yeah, good at. Still struggling, yeah. Um, so... That tells you there's a whole lot riding on the setup of these cars. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you watch them in mile and a half and short and uh, road courses and stuff. They, they're pretty good. They go to short tracks. It's like, where'd all, where'd all the speed go? Exactly. Um, 
I go last. Ah. I think I'm gonna go ahead and use him. I'm kind of running out of my my, my, my good hands. <laughs> um, and I'm going with you though. Gonna be a Hendrick day. Um, I think it's time for this one to come up. He's got to either put up or shut up. I, I believe coming up here soon. Um, but I think Alex Bowman has got to do Seriously? something. Yeah. You really, um, I really can't have it hurt other than, you know, obviously getting hurt. I haven't heard anything about him all year. No. Race, race, no. racing wise. No. And that's, that is the, that is the sole reason I say he's got to either put up or shut up because, uh, I will say, I think, now don't get me wrong, um, NASCAR is still a highly sponsored base sport. <laughs> uh, as we all know, it takes a lot of money. Um, but, it seems like to me, uh, still that Hendrick and uh, let's see, maybe there's a few more out there. Uh, Hendrick, I'm gonna say, is probably the biggest one. That seems like they're still a little more performance based. Still got to bring a check with you, obviously. Still got to bring a check with you, but it seems like you don't put up yeah. numbers for Hendrick for a few years. You're typically kind of out. Yeah. I say Gibbs, kind of, just because of how fast they kicked out Suarez and Eric Jones. Yeah, but they'll kick out Kyle Busch, too, if they yeah. ain't got a yeah. chick. <laughs> yeah, Hendrick, I mean, you look at it, I mean, brought, you say, we all know bringing Larson on is obviously a very good decision now, but at the time, he didn't have hardly any sponsorship. Well, he, so. That is one thing I can say about Kyle Larson. He has made his whole career solely on he's, his talent. He's just that good. Yeah. Because he has never brought a sponsor with him anywhere. Um, Target was Ganassi. Target was Ganassi. Uh, he had no sponsors going to Hendrick. Hendrick, well, I guess we'll sponsor yours. <laughs> and then they figured out, well, this was a great deal. Well, I think first of all, it's a tax write off yeah, for a but, huge company. And the people at Hendrick Cars, like the CEOs and all that, say they say they they want to keep doing it. Yeah, they right. said they wanted to keep doing it, but they said they saw an increase in volume sold since he's been on. I'm sure since they've been on his car. So, so uh, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like you say, uh, Alex Bowman. I think he signed a contract last year, so I don't want to say he's on the hot seat. But he, he, yeah, he signed a contract. I think. Extension or whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure how long. Most most of them were three years. That's like the baseline for most NASCAR contracts. But yeah, but but, and I don't think he's fallen under that. But if you go and look at a lot of those contracts, there is a performance clause in in every one of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. He. Uh, I don't think he's falling under. I don't know. Under I, don't, that I don't think he's too worried yet because I don't think there's no. Hendrick doesn't really have a, a William Byron or somebody in the waiting. You know, I, I don't. I don't see a huge prospect coming up right now. I don't. Either. Obviously, there's several people that are. I don't see anything in Xfinity. That's what I'm like Yeah, nothing in Xfinity. But there's some drivers and trucks right now that I think could surpass the ones in Xfinity. Um. And. I just, I don't know. I think I think Zane Smith's probably Zane the, biggest, Smith, the biggest one that I. He's going to be one of the biggest ones. But there is one. Um, speaking of rumors out of NASCAR, uh, we've all seen this. hadn't We hadn't talked about it much, or had, I don't think we've talked about it yet on here. Um, Josh Berry supposed to announce. We hear Wednesday 
Yep. So I heard I, I heard this week, so yeah. Yeah. Uh taking over for Kevin Harvick at SHR. We do know he's already signed with uh KHI. Um they they'll be representing him. Mm-hmm. Uh but we hear he's taking over for Kevin Harvick at Stuart Haas. That's gonna be interesting. <sighs> I don't like it. You don't? I, I like it for Josh Berry. Yeah. I like I you know, that's great. I, I do I do worry about the team though. I do. I mean obviously Josh is pretty good. He's he's got you know, he's running good Hendrick in the Hendrick cars, but the SHR cars are down right now. Big time down. The only the only thing keeping them anywhere really of it is Harvick. And I feel like Josh isn't gonna have the time to, to grow, you know, to get, you know, acclimated to the cup series, you know, they're gonna need performance off the bat. Yeah. And I think he can do it, but I think it's gonna be and Junior made a statement. They were talking about you know people wanting Junior to put him in, put him in a cup car because everybody knows Junior's looking for a team, looking for looking for a charter, looking for a charter, whatever. I still think he should have got in with uh, with the uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson deal over at Legacy, uh, not switch Toyota, uh, yeah. but I think that's just been a cool deal with having an Earnhardt Johnson and a Petty. Yeah, I think but I think Junior's already got all his own. If, if Junior yeah, was so, solely an investor, I think he's gonna get one from Spire in a few years. Probably Spire. Spire's whole deal was to go. They never expected to win a race. Right. They wanted to go, finish X position, make much so much money, and their their goal was to um, buy charters, keep them for so long. Keep finishing those positions and build it up and sell it. Oh yeah, I mean that was their business model going into it. Oh, he's already talked about. It. He's trying in a podcast, kind of mentioned jokingly. He's trying to somebody was like, you know, hey, we got to have Dylan Hart Jr. in the Cup Series. You know, the biggest name. He's like, I'm trying to get some of these people to back off of their price of the charter. Well, they're saying they want to be about thirty million for him now. Is and it worth that? Could you not just try it without? I know, I know, obviously the risk of not qualifying in, but I all right, this is. I guess this is the conundrum in in sports as far as NASCAR. All right, let's just put this in an example. Let's, uh, I don't know, do you know how many NBA teams there are? 30, I think. 30, so relatively a similar number to NASCAR. Um, in order to have a team to play in it and make money off of it, you got to buy a team. Michael Jordan just sold his portion of the Charlotte Hornets. Just his portion. There are still other people in there, but he sold his portion for $3 billion. Yeah. That's not even a huge market team either. No. That's, that's not the No, that's Knicks no championship team. Warriors nah, or, yeah. nothing like that. Uh, so, with that being said, are you buying kind of the same thing? In a way, but I, I don't like the fact that the pretty much I don't know if it's if it's a soul thing, but it's obviously the main thing holding them back right now for oh, yeah. another full time team is just a charter, just yeah. the amount of money it will set you back so far for a charter. I don't I don't like that either, but I I find my I, I find myself being hypocritical on it because yeah I I'd, I'd love to have a team and put Connor Lee in it driving yeah. for me. You know, in NASCAR, you know what I'm saying? I'd love to do that, and I'd love for it to be cheap enough for me to do that. But at the same time, all right, that's devaluing our our sport. 
It is. Because, um, look at what, uh, we're going to compare this to stick and ball sports for a minute. Uh, look at what a large value on a team has done for stick and ball sports. There's a lot of people don't agree with it. But look at the, um, what are those deals called in college now? NIL deals. NIL deals. Um, that is money that has trickled down from professional sports down to the college level. We need money to trickle down from NASCAR to our local level. And the only way you can do that is have huge big-time sponsors, huge big-time owners that are billionaires when it doesn't phase them to throw down a million dollars here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I understand. So so that's why I find myself in my own predicament with it because, like I said, yeah, I'd love to be driving it. I know I'm too old for that. I'd love for you to be driving in it. I'd love for, you know, anybody that can make it just because I like that story, I'd love for anybody that can make it to say, hey, let's get a car together. Let's put somebody in it, um, you know, based off their talent, which would be great. Um, but that's the reason they need a check to come with them now. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I think the charter system is kind of. I don't like it. I don't yeah, like it. I, say I, don't, I, don't, I don't hate it. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, I don't feel like it's necessary as it, as it was pre COVID. I agree. But I agree. Um, they're so far into it now but can you sign can you get a sponsor say say Connor Lee Racing's out there um, you're going around well, let's use a sponsor that left let's use Lowe's for example want to bring them back into sport um, but we need to be big we need to be real big um, I'm going to need 40 million dollars which is more than what they are now you know most of them are operating, from what I gather, ten to thirty mm. million um, for a full year. There's not many full year sponsors anymore. That's why it kind of varies now. Um, okay, Hello says we'll give you this. We want cars up front. We want you in every race. We want. Well, then you're like, well, I can't guarantee you to be in every race. I understand that, but. I mean, what well, now? I personally think the old system was great myself. As long as you were in the top, what was it? Top twenty, you were guaranteed in. Really? Uh, I'm not, I think I'm not, it's I'm what it sure. was. If you were, if you were in the top twenty, twenty-five in points, well, outside of the Daytona five hundred and maybe a couple of races on the East Coast, there's not there's not many full fields. No, not anymore. There's Thirty-six, not anymore. Not forty. But that is the reason there's not, is because of nobody's guaranteed. charter system. Yeah, nobody's guaranteed, and they make a lot less money. To run that race because they don't get the slice of the TV money. That that's the whole deal. The purse yeah. is significantly smaller. Really? I was yeah. I wasn't aware. Or I yeah, wasn't it is significantly that. smaller that for someone who's yeah. a non-charter team. I understand. So that's you kind of got don't... to have a car. Yeah, there's no, there's no unchartered full-time teams. No, at all. No. And you would think if anybody could do it, Junior Motorsports could be the one to do it. But the last ones that tried it was the Wood Brothers. And when they could buy a charter, oh, yeah, they, they decided to buy one. Yeah. I just wonder if it would be possible if Junior could go ahead and jump in, run a season or two, and just whenever a charter becomes, you know, one's going to become available. Some, some some team is going to want to sell it I eventually, think, I feel like. I feel like even even if Kyle Lee goes back to one car, 
you know, I feel like, I feel like somebody just kind of wait out for the opportunity to, to come. I figure somebody is going to. And this is just pure speculation, people. I could see Junior going in with somebody else for the Cup side, keeping Junior Motorsports for the um, Xfinity side. Go in as a co-owner on somebody's, whether that be colleague or. I wonder if he went. Who to knows? Do like uh, Denny Hamlin do with his team and how it's kind of is affiliated with Joe Gibbs and. Oh yeah, what if he do that with Hendrick? Oh yeah, I, I I feel because he's not leaving Chevrolet. He's no, not pulling he's, Jimmy Johnson and leaving Chevrolet. Um, that's not happening. Uh, so yes, I think, but there's no room there for him at Hendrick because yeah, he would probably love to get in there with him, but Jeff Gordon kind of already tied that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're going to be affiliated with Hendrick. They're they're going to be a essentially however many on team for Hendrick. I I feel like one day. Um, but I could see, like I just said, I could see Spire or somebody like that. Him coming in as a co-owner in Spire. Because Spire would love that. You put Dale Earnhardt's name on it. Oh, we can bring in yeah, that way all the money. You already have cars. You know, obviously, you already got pop the line, but you got yeah, basically. Exactly. But I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I think he's probably just going to straight up junior motorsports. It, if I oh, I think guess. he is, too. I think he is, too. I just feel like, because he, <laughs> he is the uh, uh, poorest rich man I've ever seen before in my life. <laughs> you ever listen to Dale Jr. Yeah, download much? Occasionally. Um, He's always talking about it costs much money. <laughs> you're the poorest yeah, you gotta be the... I've ever heard. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a waiting game. But getting back to what we were talking about that started that, um, Josh Berry Jr. was talking about. You know, people were talking about putting him in a car, putting him in. He said he didn't want to do that because he didn't want to handicap Josh Berry by you know going with a. Uh, uh, putting him in a uh, a team with no uh, uh, you know, no just, knowledge, just a new team. Yeah, just a new team. He, he wanna, you know, he, but I'm like, I don't think you're doing much favors right now. Putting him in SHR equipment. Yeah, it's now, cra- crazy to think Kevin Harvick won nine races just three years ago. Now, in saying that, there is a lot of smart people over there. Oh yeah, the, the, it's, I, it is a forward problem right now, in my yeah. opinion. Well, I think that. And I think the other three drivers outside of Harvick, I mean, I think they're good. I, I like Priest and all, but I, I don't know how much Priest, uh, Briscoe, and how Roller. Priest was out of it for yeah. basically two years. Well, I just, I just don't know. Can you compare Priest, Almarola, and uh, Briscoe to, let's say, Hendrick's back three of Byron, Bobin, and I don't think Chase Elliott or, or uh, Hamlin? I'm starting to think um... – Almarola and Bowman could be compared. I'm starting to think they could. <laughs> yeah. It just seemed to be um, just the quiet they, ones. Not They finish right around each other every week, seems like. Um, I don't know. It's, it just seems like they, they don't have quite the bit. I don't I mean, I guess Harvick's always been the top guy over there. But, they, but they, I don't know. It seems like he gets more used, out of the car than. Yeah, they, they used to have some bigger name drivers, I feel like. Well, when they had Kurt Busch there, Kurt Busch ran good. They had Boyer. Boyer was. Boyer was. Up and down. Boy was a, he was a solid top twelve guy for you, mm-hmm. um, maybe top fifteen on some days. Um, but that's what he was every week. He wasn't necessarily up there fighting for wins yeah. every week. But in my opinion, that's where Stuart Haas Racing is right now. Period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kevin Harvick's a top twelve guy for you. Harvick's muscling the top fifteen out of the most. And, well, he sticks just, around just by right at the end. end yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, 
I hope he, I hope he does good. I hope, I hope they get it turned around. Which I mean, they they can. There's no doubt. They will. They will. Ford's not going to stay out of it too long. Right. I mean, because I mean, even even Penske's down this year. It's not yeah. Like, well, don't get me wrong. Blaney just won Charlotte and stuff like that, which great. But they all find one every once in a while. But look what Blaney's done otherwise this year. Well, he hadn't been nowhere to be found. Great. The best team has been Keselowski and Roush. Yeah, which has been really weird yep. because, and I think the reason is. is as close as Roush was with Ford, I don't think they're getting the backing that the rest of them are with Ford now, mm-hmm. uh, just because they were down for so many years. Um, it's uh, I, I I have a feeling that they're just trying their own stuff. Let's just try it. So, oh yeah, I think kids last year them. I'm happy to see him though. I am too. I am too. Uh, I, which I, I won't. Yeah, I got my favorites out there. Everybody's got their favorites. But I want every team out there personally to be a they could win this week. Yeah. Team. And that's why that's yeah. what I like NASCAR so much better than say Formula One or, or anything. Is the fact that you go to I mean, you know that when you watch practice, you can see who's fast as practice, you can see who qualifies good, but you go to race day and there's still twenty cars that could that could win this race. Yep. So yep. That's how, that's how I like it. That's how it should be. Definitely so. Definitely so. So, uh, anyway, guys, I want y'all to uh, head over to check out our good friends over at Dixie Mage. You see it right here on the back of this legend car here. This legend car needs to get running, is what that legend car needs. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's just a, but, a sway bar holder right it's now. It's a sway bar like. rack right <laughs> now. Uh, but anyway, y'all head over to Dixie Made. Go check out our friends at Dixie Made. Uh, check them out on Facebook, Instagram, all, all those good social media sites. Hey, you can check out all the cool apparel they have, all their new stuff in stock. Uh, right over here at the Florence Flea Market, guys. Head over to Dixie Made. Get all your great southern apparel. Uh, southern fried cotton, uh, Drake waterfowl if you're into duck hunting. I mean, there's so many brands. That, that is literally two of dozens that they have in stock in store so uh i'll head over to dixie made also another cool thing guys rev max racing apparel y'all head over check out rev max racing on facebook instagram all those social sites also um go check out all the cool designs great looking stuff uh when you when you need safety equipment you also want to look good so head over to uh rev max racing apparel check them out on there as rev max racing and uh, get you some today. Get you some new stuff. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, oh yeah, we gotta talk about your car. So, what's up with it? We talked about it last week. A lot, lot of things up with. It. A lot of things up with it. Yep. Well, what's down with it? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually where everything's at. Uh, no, we just uh, we're gonna get our motor back soon here. Hopefully, hopefully this week or next. And uh. Swap it out, see, just see, see what we can do from, from there. See, you know, we got to just see what we can, um, see if that does anything. We got to just go to the track. You know, that's, that's, we, we have to change it. You know, we've changed so much stuff on the car. The entire setup's been changed. It, if it was a car, it would have, it would have made stuff. itself obvious by now. So just, uh, wait on the motor. Take the motor, take the other motor out? Um, not it. yet. Um, that one might be going in the other car. Uh-huh. Just, just, just to see. So, oh. we're still, we're still, we're, we're planning. We, uh, kind of been busy this week, but we'll get on it. Staying we got to put, a, we did go get, um, rear end for a legend car. 
Oh, we went did. up to the 316 Motorsports up in oh, yeah. That's Fayette, that car. Fayetteville there. Oh, that one got paid. Never mind. Yeah. But, oh, Willie Ryan and I were up there. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, we got to put that one back together and uh, just. You going to throw it together this week? Hopefully so. But that that's, that would be ideal. Deal on Saturday? Maybe. We still got to put fenders on and, ah, and stuff. Simple stuff. Simple stuff. Simple stuff. If it was if it was the fenders that get came, that rear end in, uh, if it was the fenders that came off of it, I wouldn't be worried at all. Yeah. But it's a little bit different shape. Just go out there with no fenders. I'm fine. Okay. Open wheel. You can't bust them if they're not there. Hey, I mean they don't do much anyway. If, if you hit wheels, it's gonna climb it. Have Have you ever seen? Um, I know you probably have. Um, on dirt and not they they race the legend cars on dirt. Um, but this isn't that. But they are legend cars. But they call them the dwarf cars. Have you paid attention to them any? They kind of oh, leave them yeah. open on motor, whatever they want to do with motor. And them boys are out there with ZX one thousand mm. engines in them. Um, but they're modified looking cars. No fenders. Uh, front ends are open on them. Wow. You have to check them out. Yeah, I have to look them up. They're. I'd love to jump in. I don't know. I'd probably be scared to <laughs> jump in one of them things. They they look insane. Um, I know how much power that thing feels like it's got in it, you know, with the way what is, get it. Way, the way it is with one of them new engines that's putting out 200 horsepower. That would be mm. crazy. Yep. I want to run them on dirt. I feel like that'd be real fun. We're going to have to do it one day. Just, just, I'm down to do it. If, if nothing else, we'll go up to Fayetteville on a Sunday after they race after church one day or something. And yeah. Just make some laps. Make some laps. I, I don't care if we go to the Florence Car oh, track right behind Ooh, We're not doing that. We're not Come doing on. that. Come on. That's perfect size. It it probably is perfect size. Whoo. Whoo. There's a fence out there, though, that I don't want to slide off. And... We'll, we'll be careful. Um, you better be very careful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Also, our good friends over at MPM. Y'all head over to MPM. Uh, if you are a... Uh, if you're new in, the, in town in the racing world and, and you are looking to uh, go as far as you can in the sport, Y'all head over to MPM, McAllister Precision Marketing. Um, go over there, talk with Tanya. You've got to get in front of the right faces, in front of the right people. Um, so head over to MPM, uh, www.marketwithmpm.com. Get started on your journey today to uh, making it to the top because you gotta you got to have good marketing to do so. So y'all head over there. Uh, I do want to mention, talking about we have five people in here one day. Our buddy Derek McGrew Jr. has picked up as of last night win number five on the year in dirt car sportsman. Cool deal. Uh, I, I, I modifieds. Saw that. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to Derek McGrew Jr. We got to get back on here soon talk about all these wins. I like having him in here talking with us. Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, sponsorship kind of fell through with him. He was supposed to run another ARCA. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything. Yeah, supposed to run another ARCA race, and sponsorship stuff kind of fell through with it. That is that's a tough deal. Man. Yeah, I can you, bet you that's it a, is. It is a tough, tough deal. Um, but fortunately, all his sponsors have stepped up enough to run all these dirt races, and he is doing awesome in it. Uh, we talked about it. You know, we talked about it with him. He had such tough luck last year, just you know, about like us, you know, yeah. just going through motors and. And stuff and just stuff breaking and she couldn't get it right. Well, all of a sudden, I mean, they persevered and uh, and kept at it. And this year, it is definitely paying off. So, uh, 
So congratulations to Derek McGrew Jr., my buddy, picking up another win on the season here. Uh, hopefully going to get many, many more. So uh, Glad to hear it. Me too. Me too. What else we got? What else you got? Not a whole lot. Not a whole it's kind lot. of a weird week for me. Not going to a racetrack or anything. You just chilled out. Yep. I should have probably. <laughs> nah, it was cool. That was cool. Um, I was glad to be over there. Glad to be over there. I do. And um, ready to get back at it. Yeah, um, me too. Yep. I'm just going to say what me and Connor are talking about uh, since we're here at the end of the episode. I'm not, I'm not going to say who it was or whatever, but i just going to let y'all know. No, I'm not even going to put any names with this. I'm just going to leave it open-ended. If you feel like you really need to cheat to win, don't make it so blatant. You get caught. <laughs> you get caught by somebody not even... You get caught by somebody not even in racing. <laughs> God, it was it was ridiculous. I'm ready, ready for you to tell me about it. I called Chad yesterday, told him about it. Yeah. I was um, like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. If you know, you know. There's not many people do right now. <laughs> anyway, guys, as I always like to thank our friends. as uh, Come on and support us every week. Uh, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Headers and Exhaust. Um, y'all be checking out, uh, speaking of Profab Headers and Exhaust, we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, check out Paisley. Uh, she's going to be... Uh, I, 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 yeah, she's gonna be out there running the Bandolero, um, at at Charlotte. Uh, they canceled tonight and tomorrow night actually already for rain. Uh, they're doubling, doubling up next week, I think. So, uh, y'all, uh, y'all check check them out. Um, Andy and our buddy Andrew Garris out there, car owner over there. <laughs> so, uh, y'all go uh, check them out, support them. Um. Uh, P-J-L Motorsports on Facebook. I've shared it on our page. Have to go back. I'll share it again probably. So y'all go follow them. Check them out. Young kids doing some awesome stuff. So y'all check them out. But anyway, uh, also uh, Dixie Made, MPM, and uh, Rev Max Racing. Appreciate all y'all coming on and helping us out. But uh, anyway, we still made Almost an hour and a half out of it somehow. Yep. No NASCAR. And no NASCAR. Neither one of us raced, so. <laughs> <laughs> Still made it work. <laughs> uh, we sure appreciate uh, Katie Hettinger coming on and yep. hanging out with us, spending some time. She is a, uh, she, she's she's great for the sport. She's a great personality. Uh, somebody cool to cheer for. I mean, just genuine person. Every time I've been around her at the track, she's always happy. Uh, happy to come on here even. I mean, so so we sure, sure appreciate her coming on, hanging out with us today. Absolutely. So y'all, uh, but anyway. So, uh, well, I reckon that's going to do it. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll check you out next week. Have a good one.